0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Sideline Sketch. We are back to talk about Messi. It's not about football, it's about Messi this time, because since the last time we were here, it's all gone down because, well, Fabrizio Romano did mention before the week that Messi and his contract extension is kind of on the way. It's all agreed upon, all good. And news came out that, well... La Liga said, no, this is not good. You can't get him back. And Barcelona kind of... Did they kind of posture to, you know, get the decision reversed? By the way, they made the decision and the announcement? Maybe. And soon enough, you know, Laporta gave the interview. It started to get, you know, more real. And then Messi had the interview, which kind of, you know, did... Or a conference where it was kind of confirmed that Messi will not be returning to FC Barcelona, and he has now made his way, did he go to Argentina, did he go to, the? no he went to PSG, the team that did not need <laughs> a Messi, but you know, maybe they did, and yeah, with me to discuss this entire saga and what it was going down is my co-host Nathan Greenaway, Nathan how are you?
1: I'm very good, thank you Rahul, yeah, the... Uh, the shocking news did actually come true even when we all kind of knew it was going to end up happening. It's one of the things you don't did really we? believe. Well, yeah, you kind of knew if you'd been following the Barcelona story. Like, I mean,
0: we did, We, did, I, mean, I think both of us have talked about this ad nauseum The Barcelona really fucked themselves. Yeah. But, I think there was a part of us that were like, the La Liga is going to kind of make way or, or Barcelona will find some way to make way through eliminating wages but they really couldn't that wage bill is fucking atrocious and yeah they just succumbed to years and years of fucking themselves over
1: pretty much and it's really what happened uh with messi's wages on top barcelona was spending 110 percent of their income on wages which anyone that's any good at maths knows that that is actually more money than they have uh, Then, <laughs> even and then Messi obviously agreed a 50% wage cut which a lot of people after he announced he was leaving were throwing up their, throwing their toys out of the program going, well if you lost Barcelona so much you should pay for free But I don't that's, think it's possible that's right? Not, that's not uh, legal
0: Yeah that's uh, not legal <laughs> It's not possible. legal,
1: you, you actually in Spain you can't take more, More than, than 50%. a 50% wage yeah. cut. Yeah. Uh, it's against the law. <laughs> and uh,
0: so... Poor guy was willing to take that. That's insane. Yeah. Uh, because he's a poor guy. He's, he's one of the richest no. footballers in the world. But <laughs> yeah.
1: So, obviously, unfortunately, as much as he loves Barcelona, he also wants to carry on playing. And it's just not possible. And Barcelona are still at 90%. Of their income being spent on wages, even without Messi. Is, isn't Bef- that insane? And before That's absolutely can- insane. Yeah, and before they can register any of their new signings... We're talking Aguero, Depay, Emerson Royal, uh, the other one, Who's I can't remember. Uh Who? There's a fourth one, isn't
0: there? I, I, I forgot as oh, well. Oh,
1: I don't know. But they cannot register any of them still. They're still at 90%. <laughs> uh, so, Messi ultimately... He wasn't under contract, so he's left for free. He's gone to Paris Saint-Germain, which I think yep. makes the most this kind of way everyone thought he would go anyway. That was obviously the pipe dream of Man City because of Pep, uh, but they've got other targets, and yeah, off to Paris he goes.
0: Eric Garcia is the one we were forgetting.
1: Oh, God, I just assumed he signed last year because yeah. he didn't play. <laughs> that
0: target's that been going on for a bit. But, yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Because part of me is happy about the fact that La Liga didn't back down. But their situation is such a mess with the CVC, the RFAF going against it. It's it's just a big mess at the moment. And, yeah, La Liga is going to struggle for a bit because of just. They were relying on this relic of football, of, of Barcelona, what made them elite, what made them great, what made La Liga fun to watch, right? When Ronaldo left, when like, Sergio Ramos left, I think slowly we're watching parts of what made La Liga and this rivalry so fun to watch, right? And eventually we've seen change, and change is you know, imminent, it's obvious, it happened. But it's not going the way either of these clubs or the league imagined it to go, and it's no fault but the but the clubs they have screwed themselves, and when they sold Neymar for this you know record-breaking fee, the way they spent their money was atrocious. It was it was horrible. I mean, I get Dembele was good. He he was shining in Borussia Dortmund. And injuries is the major component to why he has not succeeded. But the amount of money they spent on him, the amount of money they spent on Felipe Coutinho, it just... I said Felipe. Philip Coutinho. It just didn't make sense. It didn't make sense to in terms of what this team needed. And that's not the Barcelona way. We know Barcelona to be this club that builds from, you know, the youth system, La Masia. La Masia is in such a terrible state at the moment. Again, this is because of what Bartomeu and, uh, you know, of that era and what they did to La Masia. And, you know, there was the La Masia 360. And it's an entire mess. And we can talk about Messi leaving and what that means for Barcelona, what it means for the league, all that, you know, till the cows come home. But what matters is... Barcelona have been dwindling for for years now and this comes as no surprise this is their own doing basically
1: yeah there's no there's no surprise here and in any way and I think like the legend of La Masia the Barcelona academy is slightly overdone Uh, is it I think it is in a bit because ultimately they've They've produced some incredible players over the years, but they're few and far between. Like they're very. They had that
0: golden between. generation. They ha- they had so many stars come at the same time, but since then it's been kind of dry.
1: Since then, other than last season where they were forced to play some academy Pedri, players, yeah, Pedri is the latest example. He's he's obviously incredible. You got people like Fatty as well. Fatty's uh, been
0: injured, unfortunately,
1: but yeah, and he's two boys great as, as well. Center half, one of which isn't really an academy graduate anyway it's uh, it's slightly overdone and that's because as you rightly pointed out they haven't invested in it they've invested their money elsewhere in huge sums on players that frankly aren't good enough like and that's it sounds a horrible thing to say about about the players that they bought but it's true they've wasted massive sums of money on these players that aren't good enough put them on massive wages and this is a lot of this is the previous regime obviously mm. and uh, huge wages that they've then reached a point, and everyone knew about the financial situation at barcelona when they were doing this that it was kind yeah. of teetering and then they've had to go to these players and ask them to take pay cuts and some of them have some of them have gone no which is they're perfectly entitled to do it's not their fault Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) and now the Barcelona fans are obviously furious at people like Antoine Griezmann and Samuel Umtiti so your club gave them these massive contracts and then you want to be angry at them for not being paid what they signed for?
0: It's the Gareth Bale situation you can't be mad at Gareth Bale for asking him to take a pay cut he's not going to do that he's been offered the contract because that's what the club decided
1: yeah, you need to look at the previous regime and kind of, and and kind of point your anger in that direction, like not in any sort of dangerous way, but that's where the upset should be. And I think a lot of it is. This is obviously a, a slightly a minority who are angry at the players, but Messi leaving it was inevitable, and it it's done in a very painful way, not in the way that Barcelona fans would have wanted, which is they would have wanted him to sign this deal, play another two seasons. Uh, before heading off to the MLS and then coming back in a different capacity um, that was the plan and as they Kate keep pointing out they go well, we agreed the deal but then the liga have turned around and said no and it's like <laughs> well good because you cannot yeah. be trusted with anything like i wouldn't lend <laughs> i wouldn't lend barcelona a fiver right now. like i'd be worried about what they would do with it it's literally the situation it's literally the analogy of an addict begging for money to go score drugs like no sorry you cannot have this massive you cannot we're not going to say yes to this massive outgoing again 50 percent of lionel messi's wage is a massive number still you've just signed these four players that you cannot even register and you want us to say yes to this like no you idiots and (laughs) And there's some stuff in what uh, Laporta had said, which is that Barcelona do have to move on. No player is bigger than the club, blah, blah, blah. Like, but this ne- now needs to be a new Barcelona because of the finances. His message of blaming La Liga is absolutely... If you read between the lines, it's literally just him saying Barcelona cannot pay for this. Yeah. yeah. And he can, he can blame La Liga all he wants. But the La Liga rule is there for this very situation which is that if Messi then did sign, you can't, you can't, you've, you've got not, rid of no assets, pretty much, that get you near the threshold you need to be at, which is the 70% of your income going on wages. You've got nowhere near that, guys. You're still nowhere near that.
0: So La Liga basically saved Barcelona from themselves?
1: That's pretty much it, and you've got to do it. At some point, you've got to cut, cut the cord, and the La Liga president said the right thing, which is that you cannot have one rule. He used Erling Haaland in the example, but he said you cannot have one rule for Haaland and one for Messi. They they're they not going to change their rules f- for him. And that's for the integrity of the league. I know it sucks that all the commercial revenue that Messi brings in goes, but it's not the league's fault.
0: Yeah, 100%. Stupid. And you,
1: Stupid. you do wonder how... Who has been in charge of these clubs? Because... Barcelona and Real Madrid, are, let's use this as an example, and I'm going to use United as an example. Um, you look at Barcelona and Real Madrid for years, we were up there completely with, with Man United in terms of popularity across the world. Right? I think everyone can agree with that. And United harnessed that in a way to create this almost commercial empire of where revenue streams coming left, right, and center from bizarre sponsorship deals. Like we had an official tractor at one point. Did you? Yeah. And all (laughs) these, our training kits had sponsor logos all over them. Everyone had to drive a Chevrolet for years. Blah, blah, blah. And some of that you get a bit tired of and you go, oh God, like we're supposed to be a football club. But then you look at the flip side which is Barcelona and Real Madrid? Why have they not got the same things? How have That's they true. ended up in such a mess? Like Man United are on the stock exchange and are worth whatever, and yeah, we've got a quite a large amount of debt as well, but it doesn't affect the club. I Who think... needs to be in prison at Real Madrid and Barcelona because they have driven these massive empires into the into dust?
0: Yeah. But you go back to the origin of these clubs, right? The, the Catalans and Madrid being supported by, you know, the higher-ups. And it, it all feels, it has dissipated, right? Like, the club was more, you know, their phrase, more than a club. It was an expression as well, right? It was It was more than just football. It was these fans expressing how they felt about not just football, but their identity, their, their region, you know, it was a lot, it was, it was, it was a heavy rivalry, it wasn't just, you know, you know, you know, a storied footballing clash, and I wonder how those fans who saw football as more than just football for their club, I wonder how they feel, just the way their clubs have been run, it feels to us as people who, aren't really invested in these clubs as fans it feels like you you feel sorry for them you can't like not not sorry for the people who have run this you know these empires to the ground but for the fans for what they represent the organization i feel sorry for that but i don't really feel sorry for the teams because they have done this to themselves and it's horrible it's really horrible
1: yeah it's rubbish and it's just an example of ultimately clubs just being run so poorly and i think what tipped when barcelona paid all that money for Usum and dembele and then for philip coutinho i think that's when people started to kind of tilt their heads a bit and go wait a second like and then it's just rapidly collapsed from there and i think their wage cap is is tiny compared to what it was a few years ago i think it's about it's less than 200 million now. it's like 170 I think something i think which is what the league had capped their wages at based on their incomings and outgoings and it was only three or four seasons ago it was like 600 million it's just it's <laughs> fallen off a cliff like because wow. and some of it yeah, people they sit there and they, they blame the pandemic but no that's just how frail the club was to begin with Yeah, it's it's, stories were being written about their finances before COVID. Yeah, for sure. COVID might have sped it all up, but this was was coming anyway in the way that they were run. And it sucks and it does, it completely, it sucks for, for football in general. But ultimately, this is a lesson between Real Madrid are in a slightly better position uh, in that they didn't, they haven't necessarily spent as stupidly in the last few years. Uh, they had that summer where they kind of bought half a half a team, with people like Mendy and Jovic and guys like that coming in. Uh, but that was kind of to hopefully refresh the squad. It hasn't panned out. Uh, in in a few cases, and yeah, they did spend that s- silly money on Hazard, but they they apparently could at least justify it because they're not in the same position that Barcelona are in and if Barcelona can get these players registered somehow if they can get a couple more people off the books they're going to have a half decent squad you could at least say that I think they still would be competitive in that league uh, but yeah ultimately ultimately we now need to look at Lionel Messi at PSG and PSG have taken us back to to the early two thousands, really. Real Madrid with what I said to you the other day, the Galacticos. You didn't know what that meant, because you're a child. I do know what
0: a no 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 no. His response, guys, was literally,
1: I said the Galacticos, the Galactico method is back. and he put what? You
0: said the Galactico formula is back, and I was like, is that a different thing? I know what the Galacticos are. It was the it was an era of. Where Madrid, they have it, it was these just icons in one team. I remember that.
1: Yeah, of course he does.
0: Of course I do. I,
1: I've,
0: <laughs> I've done my research, okay? I know I started watching late, but I've done my research on the Milans, on the Madrids. I know, I know. But I thought it's, it's a different thing. I thought it's some, like some TV show, or some shit. I don't know. Never mind. You just refer into the Galacticos. Yeah, I know the Galacticos. Okay, now I know. Anyways, <laughs> on to your point. Yes, they do feel a bit like the Galacticos, where they have these, uh, basically a super team now.
1: They do, yeah. The Galacticos, for those that don't know, Real Madrid decided to bring in the Galactico era under, uh, oh, he was the president at the time. Oh, I don't remember who the Real Madrid president, I don't remember his name, his name's gone out of my head. But they were bringing in, they had just these absolute icons. They are people like like Figo, like David Beckham, they brought in guys like R- R- Rawl or however you say his name Raul, right yeah yeah and uh, Ren- and Brazilian Ronaldo later uh, Cristiano joined as well um, they, that's what they were trying to do they had guys like Kaka as well and um, that was the game was to have these absolute icons at the club at the exact same time um, they would they would win things they would do it all they didn't win a lot <laughs> ironically. <laughs> Uh, instead between <laughs> 2000 and 2010, they, they won four league titles and, uh, yeah, I think they won a Champions League at one point. I think they won one. So good for them. Wow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but that was the point and it was as much footballing reasons as it was harnessing this brand new commercial money that was appearing in the sport, uh, which had been appearing since obviously... The late 80s and 90s and everything but that was the point was that Real Madrid and La Liga had seen the explosion of the premier ship at the time now the premier league and they wanted some and Real Madrid wanted the Galacticos to be a, to be a thing and yeah PSG are trying to obviously bring that back they've now got Messi and Mbappe for now and uh Neymar half the time so and Mbappe will
0: leave next season I feel
1: 100% yeah he's going uh, he wants to play for Real Madrid. Real Madrid don't have any money, but uh, <laughs> so we shall We they try trying.
0: They're sell, the selling, but... <laughs> the
1: we say they're selling. A long
0: way to go. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't sell Varane, to be fair. So Cool.
1: They're, uh, they're 5% of the way the there.
0: O- they offloaded Sergio Ramos. So yeah, they sold Varan
1: just... reluctantly as well. Um, but, but yeah, they've got Alaba now. Genuinely, oh. f- genuinely forgot that was a thing until about a week ago. when I said to someone, I was like, well, What were are you going to do? They got no defenders. And I was like, Oh, wait, they signed Alaba. Like, yeah. <laughs> ages yeah. ago. But, uh, but yeah, that's what. Can I was- say one thing? You can say whatever can you I say want.
0: A- Okay. You're going your to say. Oh, I know, but I- you're going to say this. I'm worried for Bayern, right? I'm worried for Bayern. This oh, we're season.
1: not even gonna finish the PSG talk.
0: No, I, I, it's. Just, I don't want to go into this. I'm not gonna talk. I'm not gonna talk about this in the, in detail. I'm just gonna say, it, 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 injuries are happening. Many injuries are happening already. The season hasn't even started yet. I, I hope the injuries aren't too bad. But yeah, Müller might be injured. Come on, there are a lot of guys who are going down right now. So I hope they're fine. That's all I have to
1: say. I wish them all well, unless you're in so our so Champions League group.
0: That'd be fun, man. I want to see. I mean, we have been planning this for like two years now. We just want to see Man United go up against Bayern. That'd be
1: fun. I would really like to see that. I think. Uh, I think it'd be a great match. Honestly, I do yeah. if both sides are at um, are at full strength now with the teams that they've got. It it would be a good it would be a, it would be a good match and and yeah hopefully we are in the same Champions League group because we'll be living in the same country soon so we we can watch those games. Hey yeah, uh, back to the PSG topic. Oh, so what? oh <laughs> small thing, PSG. right? let's talk about Bayern.
0: <laughs> I don't wanna, I don't <laughs> want to talk about Bayern. <laughs> so one thing, right? I love Fabrizio Romano. He's you know one of the most reliable journalists out there. One thing I found really funny was he had said that the Barcelona deal was in place, right? And it didn't go to... But the deal was in place. He was right about that, right? He was like, there's no issue. It's going to happen. And then La Liga did what they did, uh, which is, you know, st- stood up to what's right. And it's funny that whenever there was the instance of anyone saying, like, if Laporta said it or Messi said it, that the deal was in place... But La Liga or whatever, he would make sure to put that out, like, multiple times that, lads, the deal was in place. I wasn't wrong. You know, it felt like, it felt a bit like he's kind of making sure people know that his insight or, like, uh, the news he, you know, broke out was accurate. And, I don't know, it just seemed kind of funny to me when he was just making sure everyone knew That, yeah, the deal was in place. I wasn't wrong with the news that I brought up. It was just funny
1: (laughs) Yeah, just protecting its integrity a little bit. Uh, Yeah, and it's fair. (laughs) (laughs) You obviously uh, said it for ages that, look, they still need to do this. Barcelona is still in loads of trouble. Um, They're going to have to sell before they can sign this. And, yeah, it's it's rubbish uh, for Barcelona. But with PSG, they've put together this incredible squad and uh, when we're going to see them all play together, is anyone's guess. Uh, but, uh,
0: Such a good point. How are we actually going to see them all play together? I have no idea.
1: Not soon, I don't think. Last I saw, Neymar was on a boat last time I saw him. And uh, I think Messi's at least in Paris. And uh, It's
0: going to be uh, March by the time we see them all play together.
1: Oh no, isn't that Neymar's sister's birthday? Oh no, no.
0: Uh <laughs> um, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: it, it, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. PSG the there's apps. yes, there's the COVID reasons that happened last season with their squad, they got ransacked at points, um so yeah, the league yeah, yeah. slipped away, it just became too much. But ultimately and that I can you can obviously forgive that for for the and also what Lille did was spectacular. Uh, but this yeah, season, sure. bar something similar happening, there is absolutely no excuses for not winning the Champions League.
0: One sec. One, can, you, can you imagine if, if PSG don't win the league? <laughs> it's the league I think the league is kind
1: of a, a foregone conclusion for, P, for PSG. Not that they're going to win it, but it... They don't care. It's the Champions League, and it's the same for Man City as well, who um, still don't have a striker uh, other than Gabriel Jesus uh, as the season begins this coming weekend. Uh, so that's going to be interesting. But PSG. we probably
0: looking at some. Can you imagine at the if moment. they
1: get knocked out in the quarterfinals or something?
0: PSG? Or, yeah, or, or PSG. City. Yeah. Well, Man City will probably I get mean, knocked
1: out in the quarterfinals just because De Bruyne will be right wing back. But
0: I, I want them to face each other. I want them to just go go against each other in the quarterfinals or the semifinals. That'd be fun.
1: I do. Cause we watched it last season. It was rubbish.
0: But this is very different, though.
1: Uh, well, kind of, because it depends. Let's say they play in the quarterfinals, which be it'll be in March, so Neymar won't be there. <laughs> <laughs> so it'll be like Julian Draxler, Messi, and Di Maria, because Mbappe would have got injured. I don't want to see that. It'd be rubbish. If this actually happens, guys, clip this and send it. Because <laughs> it, it could happen it could, happen. it could mm-hmm. happen. I could one hundred percent see see it not happening. Uh, then yeah. hardly ever playing together bear in mind Neymar literally plays 20 games a season for PSG and that's not an exaggeration yeah No, like, it's not it's but it's it's gonna be fun it's great it puts the French league in a new light because the positive side of it yeah I can poke fun at um, the availability of players as much as I like but Ligue 1 has been really struggling financially they got they had a TV, a bizarre shady as hell tv deal fall through um yeah, yeah. the clubs are really struggling uh, financial fair play obviously doesn't account to psg uh and i like the psg chairman or president whether he call, whatever title he gives himself saying their team of lawyers have checked over it. it's like you have a team of lawyers finding loopholes dude don't give us that bullshit. like don't mm-hmm. say that oh we abide by it like you you find ways around it, a hundred percent. And uh, I mean, the only positive for United is this means they're not going to try and sign Pogba this summer because they they surely they can. Can you bear in mind their wages must be through the roof? They really going to add another four hundred grand a week?
0: Nope, nope. There's no way they can.
1: Which, unfortunately, oh, yeah, yeah. bear in mind what I just said about the Champions League. Uh, they got Genie Wijnaldum. I don't think that really solves. The midfield issues completely, but it certainly helps a little bit.
0: Yeah, yeah so. it doesn't. It's, um, yeah, it's not the best. Um, like, well, so yeah, it's Verratti, the
1: Verratti and Genie, I think they need to play. They they need to kind of play. Of, I don't know. Some players gonna have to take the step up. Back Neymar, Messi's gonna obviously play for the middle. So you're gonna you're gonna have Mbappe. They're gonna have to play with wing backs. Because Neymar... It's going
0: Hakimi and... Hakimi and... Who else? Who, the, who do they have on the left? I forgot.
1: Oh, God. I've got no idea. Sorry.
0: It's not Kursawa. It can't be. Maybe.
1: Or oh, some Jesus PSG Christ. fan is screaming. At, 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 if they scream a little louder, I'll be able to hear them. Um,
0: <laughs> Through all the money that they have. just. I don't just know who it is. Who
1: cares? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah.
0: Um... <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, they're, they're going to be fine. Did I just say they're going to be fine? I they're going to win the league and gonna...
1: they'll at least reach the quarterfinals of the Champions League. But this is...
0: That's poor. Are you mad? That's, that's really poor. That's what for they that do team. nearly every actually... season. Yeah, so after <laughs> the addition of fucking Ramos, Hakimi, and Messi and Genie Rinaldi, you're saying they're going to reach the quarterfinals, which is worse yes. than they've been doing. <laughs> yeah, they're going to get knocked out so, in the quarterfinals. So,
1: so, yeah, they got, gonna they're gonna regress,
0: now. ladies and gentlemen. They're there gonna go. regress.
1: I'm, gonna, I'm saying it now. They're gonna <laughs> get knocked out in the quarterfinals of the Champions League.
0: Regression is coming, lads. So yep.
1: It's gonna be fine. You know why? Because eighty-nine. Because United. Minute, Shaw takes the corner. Slabhead puts it <laughs> in the top corner. Uh, to make it, uh, we lost. We lost the first leg 3 0 and then won the second seven-one.
0: Seven so, yeah. The Lara Montada with Messi involved, PSG involved, just everyone's there <laughs> we beat there. them
1: for the third <laughs> season in a row.
0: <laughs> oh that'd be hilarious. I wanna I wanna see I, I again this is a question I have. I'm gonna include this in the article I read as well. So um fans are gonna watch the French league more, right? Simple. Like, that's a simple fact.
1: If they can and I- don't even know where it's available <laughs> i think b i think i don't know i think bt sport have some matches
0: um but yeah in terms of yeah my question was in terms of viewership uh, i think many people more people are going to watch the french league it's going to have more eyes people are going to keep up with them more but ultimately with the idea of that super team it's kind of kind of murky it's kind of gross you know it's not uh, you go back to each and every signing and that, no, no. I mean, you have Neymar, you have Messi, you have Mbappe. How they have managed to, you know, get all these players in one team. It's not, it doesn't feel right. You know, it it feels kind of dirty.
1: But... It, it is dirty. Fact, we, all, we all know PSG and yeah. the, their owners and everything have a bit of influence and that they're clearly above any sort of financial fair play which i think is laughable um to even suggest it exists still uh given that uefa themselves said they were going to step back on it to try and help clubs after a pandemic it's like, don't do that the clubs don't have any money <laughs> like, yeah so yeah, many fine. of them don't that, have any that, money that, that's such a counterintuitive statement that they're making. it is it's like it's like running out of money in your account so you you just start spending on your credit card yeah. it's like but well, that's <laughs> not money insane. you really have like you still gonna yeah. have to pay this money just because it's not due for another three weeks like or whatever and uh yeah it's silly and psg are clearly above it and but but, but here's my point
0: it's not about the fact that they're fine it it, it feels dirty that's why it feels kind of awkward or uncomfortable watching this team band together however fans are going to care that everyone's going to be slightly aroused by the idea. And that comes back to the Super League, right? It didn't go through. But ultimately, if it does, fans are going to be aroused by the idea. And ultimately, that that's that's what's going to get the money. And yes, there's going to be this uproar for fans when you see this change from, you know, or like... When money or these businessmen make their sport a business, right? More than it already has been. It feels like there's a line of, you know, the business side showing that fans are kind of okay with. Everyone knows it's a business, but, you know, if it's done in a subtle way and football is kept at the forefront, that's it's fine. But when it's so blatantly shown as a business, that's when fans sometimes have a problem. Because it takes away from football. And I think ultimately it's going to lead to a point where that's just going to happen. And that, that threshold is going to go down and down because football is turning into such a murky business more than football. And ultimately people will be so desensitized to the idea of a Super League in like a year or two. It's going to happen. And I think this transfer is... Kind of the you know, and a representation that yes, it's dirty, but people are going to watch more, you know.
1: I think when you've got players like Le- Lino like Messi, Cristiano Ronaldo, and, and Co., it's that's just what's going to happen. People follow them because of their greatness. It's it, they've made a brand off the back of that, which ultimately will sustain their lifestyle way beyond their playing days, which is smart to do for sure. Playing days are, are short. Uh, yeah. but I think it, it, it's not. This isn't a new thing. This has happened before in where footballers become more celebrity than they do footballers, despite them being so good on the pitch. And obviously, David Beckham is an example of that. Yeah, and you Phil Jones. You can even go uh, back even further. George Best in the UK was f- much more a celebrity than he was a footballer, and yeah. he he became like this this cultural icon, and. uh Yes, this is not a new concept. I think PSG have been shrewd in being able to get Messi outside of the finances. It's obviously a great deal for them commercially, and I think it's a good thing for Ligue 1. Messi, by the way, is still one of the best players on the planet. Was it 39 goals for, sure. for club and country last season? In a, yeah. I don't think it's unfair to say a poor Barcelona side, probably the worst Barcelona side I've seen I'm gonna say since the turn of the millennium, because Barcelona, yeah. for people who were a bit younger, they have they've not really been the Pep Guardiola side uh, was obviously incredibly dominant, but really before that they were a very average club. Right, they had a decent following, but they weren't these titans. With when you go back kind of into the early two thousands into the nineties. And so it's a, it's a great deal, and it's going to be fun to watch. It shakes up football. It makes this new season crazily more exciting than it was beginning to look at times. has so, yeah, the Champions League should be fun, especially when PSG go out. Should be.
0: The, the group stages.
1: <laughs> oh, my God, can you imagine? <laughs> When's the draw for that? This no, qualifying I'll hasn't it finished up. yet, actually.
0: UCL draw twenty twenty one. Yeah,
1: should be soon. Oh. It is August twenty first. There you go. Nine days, and then Bayern v. We'll do something fun for Bayern versus United.
0: Yeah, should be fun.
1: Gotta be really annoying when we get like. We're in pot two, somehow. Yeah. Uh, So who can we get? We could get you. We could get Inter Milan. Uh, God, I bet we get Inter Milan. It's the most boring match of all time.
0: I think it draws in 26th of August. My bad.
1: Yeah. Two weeks. Two weeks today at the time of recording. Yes. That's exciting, but Before. yeah, I think that's enough on P- PSG. Uh, Premier League's back this weekend. Do we want to r- wrap this up with some predictions, or do we want to do a separate uh, predictions thing? Per-
0: yeah, let's do a predictions board very soon. Very soon. Let's let's do that. Um, yeah, and we can just mention Jack Grealish assigned signed to uh, Man City. People knew that's going to happen. I I kind of find his statement saying that when he left. Uh, Villa it was it was how Messi felt I, I, I find that kind of uh, weird when he said that but yeah re- oh,
1: regardless it's, a, it's a, I saw people making fun of that statement he's been there his entire life
0: that's not the point he's, he's not, Messi was forced to leave like, oh, Messi was forced to leave he made the choice of leaving it's a big step for his career and oh, it's it's the I right think, move that he's decided to make yeah so. but
1: ultimately he if he felt he couldn't turn this chance down it's gonna suck because he's like Oof. Like, in his heart, again, no. he's a Villa guy, uh, but yeah. he is kind of—it's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity.
0: That's fair. That's fair. I, Man I, United again, I, fan I, I, Jack
1: Greenish. <laughs> 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 you seen his old tweets? No. Oh my god, there's so many old tweets. He's—he's he's not actually a Man United fan, but there was loads of old tweets from like 2014, 2013, and times like that of him like watching United games. And there was one where he was obviously watching a United uh, Manchester derby. And he just went like, come on, United, in all caps. <laughs>
0: uh, Funny. <fine.
1: laughs> yeah, always comes back uh, to bite you. But I understand social social his sentiment, media. though, because he didn't want it. If he didn't want to, if he, he can't turn down his chance. Because he's, yeah, he's 25 now, 26 now. That's no, a good move. He's in his yeah. peak of his powers. And he wants, he, Natural wants progression. he wants to give it a go at the top level.
0: Yeah, makes sense. Uh, but again, he's also kind of assuming how messy felt. But
1: just again, oh, I think yeah, both I of them, Messi uh, was absolutely thrilled, mate. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about?
0: <laughs> no, no, but like, they're both getting paid a shit ton of money.
1: They're good. Like, oh, it's not good. about the money, though. It's a chance. That you oh, can... it's like, it's not about the money. That's what this podcast Champions has been League. about. Grealish wants to go play in the Champions League. Give it a top, like outside. I know Villa okay. are putting together a formidable but, side, but outside... You know,
0: yeah, it, they are. They are. Look at that side. It's, it's
1: dope. But you're saying, oh, because they got loads of money, it's going to stop them from feeling sad.
0: No. <laughs> it's a Woody Harrelson gif of him just wiping his tears yeah. with money. But no, nah, I, think, I think it's more of a... I think messy situation was a bit worse because he's not just he's not just their best player he's been the best player in the world he's he's revolutionized that team he's been a part of that team through the highs and lows and eventually when things felt like they were going right with you know them getting Aguero his mate and the team had kind of made the moves to you know play two Messi's wishes and then they're going all horribly wrong I get why that would sting more than a, a player making the right choice for his career by taking the step up you know I think again if we're, if we're pulling our nails and uh, you're pulling a hairs and I think uh, it's I'm just not trying to <laughs> I don't know what I'm trying to do We can just move on from this I guess
1: you just want to have a go at Jack
0: <laughs> I don't know <laughs> yeah he's, uh, it's fine he can feel however the hell he wants to feel um, but yeah overall good move for him and you know the the club's going to better off with him in the club and Villa are doing great they got Danny Ings everyone was like what but yeah they got Danny Ings it's great signing as well uh Bailey yeah Buendia they look they look formidable they look formidable do you think they're gonna push Watkins to the to the wing that's what I heard How are they gonna do that
1: I'd be surprised if they did that but it's not outside know. the realm of, realm of possibility Uh um... let's see what happens then yeah, I think like you got to play Danny Ings through the middle because he's an out-and-out. Out. He's, he's a conventional nine. He's
0: so a conventional
1: nine. Eh? But putting Watkins on the wing, I find strange. Yeah. I would find strange because his aerial presence is so good. Yeah, it's great. Like you want him running in the box. So unless are they going to try and play both together in some sort of strength? 4-2-4. 4-2-4. They're just going to play everybody <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's going to be fun. And that they've signed. They also got Twansebe Sebe on loan from United. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so he's been that. at Villa I, before. I, so, again, it, it just adds to these ranks. And they're allegedly looking at someone like Todd Cantwell as a replacement uh, for Grealish. He's a great, great young player. Uh, Another
0: attacking option. I think they need to kind of show up the, the back line of the midfield
1: a bit. Oh, not, with, not with Josh McGinn.
0: McGinn is good. A concert is someone I really like. Meng is okay. Yeah, Douglas, Douglas Lewis Lewis good.
1: is
0: good. Yeah, Traore as well. They have good attacking options. I don't think. I think they need, still kind of need to shore up the backline a bit more. And of course, we can't forget about Emmy Martinez, our guy. Yeah.
1: Well, they got Zebé. So, what, what else do they need?
0: Yeah, the man who pocketed Neymar and Mbappe.
1: <laughs> he did. <laughs> uh, oh, great player. He's still only like twenty-one player. or something. I feel like he's in my yeah. head. He's like twenty-five now. He's crazy young, <laughs> yeah. still.
0: Um, one more signing, uh, quite major. That's um, Jacko to Inter. No, uh, Lukaku to Chelsea. That's a big move for them. Um, uh, I don't know why he's going back to Chelsea, but. Yeah, they have more attacking options now. The, uh, maybe him and I Timo could work going back to well Chelsea together
1: because their striker option you... is terrible.
0: <laughs> can, okay, can you imagine a diamond formation where they are playing Havertz and Timo almost as decoys? Or, or you know, just cre- you have a creator, you have a decoy uh, with uh, Timo Werner, and it's. Uh, you know, Lukaku gets the ball who, who bangs in gold. I think that can work. I think you can play those three together. Well, I, think I mean,
1: we say that, but they'll play a decoy. Uh, Lukaku put the ball in the back of the net and then the flag will go up for offside. <laughs> 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 Bana! <laughs> I watched a bit of the Super Cup last night. He I, I, was I, yeah. dreadful. Yeah. And I feel bad saying that. We're usually quite polite on this show. About people that aren't Hector Herrera, but <laughs> de- 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 what what is going on there? He got pulled off <laughs> in like the sixtieth minute.
0: Yeah, I, f- I feel for him a bit.
1: I, I like. I him, don't so. anymore. <laughs> he just. I, I do. He needs just chill. Maybe that's what they're bringing in Lukaku. But unfortunately, I was, I th- I think Werner will be dropped. That's why they're buying Lukaku.
0: that's so sad I know
1: is just hurt his shoulder last night in the Super Cup we obviously wish him well because it looked like a really bad one although he was back out on the bench in some sort of cool looking sling thing uh, so maybe he's alright but Tuchel said afterwards it looked like a rough one and uh, so maybe that's kind of Werner's saving grace to stay in the side a little bit but he must be millimetres away from being dropped to the bench because as if he makes all the great runs it's fantastic to to watch but unfortunately he's there to score goals and he does not look anywhere near the standard
0: Mhm. to be fun to be fun to see what happens I, th- I think you can play those two together I think they can work I, I, I get it I wish good... that on t- Lukaku t-
1: t- 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 I just don't see the point. Like, it, it sucks. It, it's it's rubbish. And maybe the guy will come good and he'll have an incredible season and I'll eat my words a little bit. But just based on the Super Cup, which at time recording was a day ago, he was absolutely nowhere near the standard. And he was facing, like, he was running at Pal Torres. Pal Torres, who got back from Japan about six minutes before kickoff or something yeah. stupid. And uh, <laughs> he probably had jet lag and. He like couldn't run past him you couldn't run past him if you laid down like, he would have just fallen over him probably. <laughs> 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 he'll be upside I need to be scathing review but I'm gonna give him a scathing review <laughs> like wake up, <laughs> up on the <laughs> oh yeah it was a good game yeah. though
0: for sure I would Kepa. Kepa. Burn. Kepa was the man
1: yeah I would just go to Whoa. Villarreal and ask them if they want Werner and Villarreal. to a swap for Gerard Moreno. Werner <laughs> <laughs> and 65 million quid for Gerard Moreno.
0: <laughs> and they'll throw in Raul Albiol as well?
1: Yeah, why not? But yeah, Gerard he was Moreno is a great player. Yeah, yellow he submarine. Had, he had a good game. He hit the bar at one point against. as well. Villarreal could have easily yeah. won last night.
0: They did win the europa
1: so they did but this was a different match it was which they didn't win. (laughs) did it (laughs) that's also why they were in the super cup
0: (laughs) what was your point there i just wanted to take a manchester united that's it
1: it just came across that you didn't understand what the super cup was
0: yeah uh i get it so yeah i i think we'll keep it at that we'll come back soon to talk about our predictions that would be fun because i i don't know if you have man city winning i don't so
1: that would be fun we'll Ooh, see what happens there spoilers. spoilers
0: spoilers yeah we'll be back and do that do soon, i
1: season kicks off this weekend so
0: yeah we'll, we'll do one very soon so uh yeah thank you all for tuning in and uh, yeah nathan plug yourself
1: yeah, you can find me at Nathan Greenaway. Uh, you can find a uh, podcast I'm affiliated with and on at Rogue underscore Opinion. Uh, you can be talk about football weekly on Plus Added Time. That's at Plus underscore Added with my co-host Dara. We'll be back uh, next week at the time of recording this. We'll be back uh, to start our season off as well. And yeah, thank you once again, Rahul.
0: Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, you can all check us out on theconventional9.com uh, for articles you can check out I'm going to be writing an article on the messy ones so you can go check that out soon uh, you can check out our socials Twitter Instagram at TC9 Podcast our YouTube channel The Conventional 9 and a podcast where we get your podcast be it Google Podcast Spotify iTunes whatever else thank you for tuning in and we will be back soon with our, with our predictions Thank you. I'll be doing it again. Bye. Bye.